scripture reading is taken from Ruth chapter 2. Ruth 2. Now Naomi had a relative on her husband's side, a man of standing from the clan of Elimelech, whose name was Boaz. And Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, Let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose eyes I find favor. Naomi said to her, Go ahead, my daughter. So she went out, entered the field and began to glean behind the harvesters. As it turned out, she was working in a field belonging to Boaz, who was from the clan of Elimelech. Just then Boaz arrived from Bethlehem and greeted his harvesters. The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, they answered. Boaz asked the overseer of the harvesters, Who does that young woman belong to? The overseer replied, She is the Moabite who came back from Moab with Naomi. She said, Please let me glean and gather among the sheaves behind the harvesters. She came into the field and remained there here from morning till now, except for a short rest in the shelter. So Boaz said to Ruth, My daughter, listen to me. Don't go and glean in another field and don't go away from here. Stay here with the women who work for me. Watch the field where the men are harvesting and follow along after the women. I have told the men not to lay a hand on you. And whenever you are thirsty, go and get a drink from the water jars the men have filled. At this, she bowed down with her face to the ground. She asked him, Why have I found such favour in your eyes that you notice me, a foreigner? Boaz replied, I have been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. May I continue to find favour in your eyes, my Lord, she said. You have put me at ease by speaking kindly to your servant, though I do not have the standing of one of your servants. At mealtime, Boaz said to her, Come over here, have some bread and dip it in the wine vinegar. When she sat down with the harvesters, he offered her some roasted grain. She ate all she wanted and had some leftover. As she got up to glean, Boaz gave orders to his men. Let her gather among the sheaves and don't reprimand her. Even pull out some stalks for her from the bundles and leave them for her to pick up. And don't rebuke her. So Ruth gleaned in the field until evening. Then she threshed the barley she had gathered and, the amount, and it amounted to, uh, to, to about an ephah. She carried it back to town and her mother-in-law saw how much she had gathered. Ruth also brought out and gave her what she had left over after she had eaten enough. Her mother-in-law asked her, Where did you glean today? Where did you work? Blessed be the man who took notice of you. Then Ruth told her mother-in-law about the one at whose place she have been working. The name of the man I work with today is Boaz, she said. The Lord bless him, Naomi said to her, her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing, showing his kindness to the living and the dead. She added, That man is our close relative. He is one of our guardian redeemers. Then Ruth the Moabite said, He even said to me, Stay with my workers until they finish harvesting all my grain. Naomi said to Ruth, her daughter-in-law, It will be good for you, my daughter, to go with the women who work for him because in someone else's field you might be harmed. So Ruth stayed close to the woman of Boaz to glean until the barley and wheat harvests were finished, and she lived with her mother-in-law. This is the word of God.
Thanks be to the word of God. Uh, over to you, Pastor Michael. I'll be once again, look to God in prayer. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the very book of Ruth and the person Ruth, Lord, he became such a great woman and came in your genealogy, the genealogy of Lord Savior Jesus Christ. And today, as we ponder from chapter two, enlighten our hearts, give us attentive ears, although hearts are heavy and Lord, at gloom also with loss of our loved ones, our Lord, dear ones in our families, but yet, Lord, there is no such greater loss, probably even Naomi and Ruth would have suffered, but oh Lord, you have given them hope and the same God will induce that hope. And also this chapter will once again, Lord, put us on wings and also cover us under your wings. And Lord, also enlighten our hearts and ignite our spirits and ignite our spiritual lives. Feed us with your word. Let the spirit of God speak to us with his sweet sounding voice in our ears. Lord, hide me under the shadow of the cross. And Lord, let Christ's name be glorified in Lord sharing your word. Christ's name we pray. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, surely I also very much grieved at the loss of our dear uncle in the family of Diana, but yet we raise up with wings attached to us because the Lord, a risen God, is always waiting with eternal life and give us all his kingdom, share his eternal life with all of us. So we are people with hope and uh, proceed. Today, as we ponder from chapter two of Ruth, this is very exciting for me. The woman, Ruth, lost her husband, lost her father-in-law, and came empty-handed, as described by Naomi, when they arrived back in Judah, in the land of Israel. And we see this chapter giving them such a big belief. I title like this, Refuge Under the Wings of the Lord. Refuge under the wings of the Lord. It's none other than the Boaz, the great man of God whom we see meet in this chapter. He proclaims to Ruth in verse 12, May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. Looking at the book of Ruth, I'm so glad to present the imagery of sandwich. I think if you give a sandwich to children and they would remove the topping bread and the bread underneath and will try to lick it away, what is in between? It is that sweet. It is that exciting. The thing that between the sandwich gives more taste to the bread. And similarly, when we see the transition between Judges to uh, book of uh, Samuel, you see this book. How it is sandwiched? It's a book of love, book of excitement. And, uh, but in the other side, look at the book of Judges. 
that will kind of perturb you also. Why in the middle of Israel's apostasy, anarchy, apathy comes this truth and resurrection for a revival that is going to happen just after the book of Ruth. There is an evolving of godly family in between. If you read Judges chapter 21, 25, everybody did according to their own deeds and wishes and fancies. Rather, they forsook the Lord. And But here you move into the book, you see a refugee woman. You know refugee women, they are usually foreigners. They are not of the native land. A Moabite woman coming into the land of Israel. And during these days, we keep hearing about the uh, attacks in various countries, civil wars, that is displacing their native people and sending, sending them off to other countries. Like Myanmar, we face lots of aggression. And we see Rohingya Muslims are shunted out or their, you know, camp, uh, refugee camps are sometimes caught up in fire. And we see Syria, how people come away and uh, run away from their native land to other neighboring countries and caught up between the sea and the land and between armies. So it is very distressful to be a refugee. And Mohammed woman, Ruth, is going as a refugee, a foreigner. And uh, looking at these three characters, Naomi, Ruth, Boaz, they equally play the hero's role in this book of Ruth. Although Ruth, the great woman, the great grandmother of Christ Jesus by the genealogy, takes the center stage. This, you know, you and I wonder among all three people whom tell it the importance, but Ruth is astonishing figure, the star figure, the heroine. Yes, why she? finds refuge, asylum, and protection, shelter. In some translation, you can see the word sanctuary, not the wild sanctuary or wild animal sanctuary or bird sanctuary. There is a sanctuary, you know, in which even God is ready to offer to the refugee, to the stranger, you know, a reserved place. Well, also, as an introduction, I let me tell you, this woman Ruth is also recognized as a woman of such an outstanding character, observed. And also this particular chapter is bracketed by, you know, number of uh, um, phrases. God, God, God. You know, everywhere there is the Lord's uh, role and his sovereign uh, sovereignty is recognized. It's something like, you know, God willing, we say, are all by God's grace. Thanks to all your prayers. And it is by the faithfulness of God. Yes, there is recognizing of God in the book of Ruth and by, as well as Naomi, as well as by Boaz. So we see this woman, when she stepped out of her own country, when she tried following, Naomi, there is a great refugee, uh, a refugee Naomi going into a permanent refuge. That is something wonderful. And it is recognized by Boaz. Sometimes we are kind of shattered or dislocated, displaced by so many things. 
not only in our location, geographical location, but internally. These women, they were no uh, exception. They were displaced because they lost their husband. And to the extent, Naomi says, I'm empty. I am Mara, I am bitter. Don't call me Naomi, that means pleasant. And in that, we move on in this chapter, <laughs> recognizing the way Ruth descend the direction or to the refuge. The descending, it is not explicitly seen, but there is the move towards the right direction is taking place. That's where you can definitely understand the heart of Ruth, that she descend the direction to go with Naomi. You know, what, does we, what do we see there? Ruth and Naomi were about to part, but this Naomi restrained Ruth, but yet she came away. She was leaving her own clan or mother or mother's land or native place, and she came with Naomi. Here at the start of this chapter, with the introduction given by the author, we see in chapter 2, verse 2, Ruth the Moabite said to Naomi, let me go to the fields and pick up the leftover grain behind anyone in whose hill I find favor. Isn't it something touching your heart? A widowed woman, a stranger who could be despised by the native people of Judah? Ruth stepped out. Ruth stepped out. And also what we see when we, she stepped out, there is a determination in her as much as determination that was prevailing when she came along with Naomi. Here again, she puts her, uh, you know, a plan for gathering of food to Naomi, her mother-in-law. The moment I say mother-in-law, in, in many Indian contexts to many families, you know, it is a strange figure, unpleasant woman in the family or any in-laws for that sake. They would treat them, you know, uh, in a negative uh, picture. Whereas here, here there is a wonderful coordination. And she is saying, I will go and pick up. She stepped out of her own land, stepped out of her, you know, uh, safety protection, what Naomi provided, and goes out into the field. There is a sense of discernment that was popping up in her life. You know, she gave up lots of uh, her own uh, problems. She was, you know, kind of, now what we see, she's stepping into the field of Boaz. If you look at the way that she is led to the right place, again, it is, you know, the discernment that was operating in her to the uh, direction of refuge, direction of refuge. When she stepped out, she definitely trusted in the Almighty God. Why I say that? She told Naomi, your God, my God, your God and my God. And when you take the God-ordained way and you leave your life in the hands of God, we read in many passages, even Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3 says, commit to the Lord whatever you do, he will establish your plans. He will ordain. He will prosper your ways. Yes, she stepped into the field, the right direction of Boaz, stepping into the field. And then what we see there in the discernment, 
root in her life, took the refuge in the Lord, the God of Israel. That's what, you know, uh, the very Boaz is uh, responding to, testifying to. She was moving under the wings of the Lord. You know, have you ever felt the wings of some of the birds? I used to play with my chicken at home. I used to even catch sparrows. I used to keep trap and catch them. When you hold them, you know, they are tender, so soft. And the feathers, you know, even Psalm 91 reminds us of how God covers us under the feathers of the Almighty, under the wings of the Almighty. So many stories told about how a hen saved her chicks when the, there was a wildfire in the forest. And the person came to see a burnt out chicken or a burnt out hen. And when he moved it, the chicken came out under the wings of the hen. Yes, that's how the protection is predicted when you think of refuge. This woman went with that discernment and came to Bethlehem, a house of bread. They were in Moab, a curse by God, a country which was disliked even by Judah and by Israel. She walked into a place of bread and that's where the discernment, she went to collect. Rather in other way, I would put it this way, she went to beg to where the harvest is going on, to pick up what was left on the floor. Dear brothers and sisters, how do I put that scenery in my life? Am I ready in discerning God's direction to seek what is necessary for me, the spiritual food for me, the spiritual even nourishment for me? Am I seeking in this direction? This woman went right into the refuge. She went in under the wings of the Almighty. Point number two, as I move on, we see discovering the refuge. She was accidentally stepping in. By chance, by providence, you can say, but she stepped into the very Redeemer, the Redeemer kinsman. In uh, Hebrew, it is called Goel. Goel, not our, uh, uh, you know, Marwadi Goel, or our person Goel, our pastor, previous pastor. Or, this Goel is something to do a Redeemer who will give you refuge. Discovering that, how did she discover? She was still unaware. What is going to happen to her? She only went in search of food. But there was an intuition in her heart that was working, which I would call, you know, from the uh, verse 16 and 17, how it is, you know, put it up. Verse 16 and 17, I'll read it out for you. Rather, pull out some stalks for her from the bundles and leave them for her to pick up and don't rebuke it. The man, owner of the field, and the owner who owns all the harvest is giving away something to this woman. That means she reached the place of favor. As she even started telling her, uh, her mother-in-law, where I find favor, let me get what I would get. She went knowing there would be somebody to do the favor. And she had walked into the discovered person called Kinsman or Boas, which is not mentioned now. It will come in the third chapter. But I would like to show the intuition she had 
for seeking favor and finding favor. I have been, and this man also, Boaz, tells a report about her. I have been told all about what you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband, how you left your father and mother and your homeland and came to live with the people you did not know before. May the Lord repay you for what you have done. May you be richly rewarded. So there was something inclination that made her to go to the discovery of the person who would render favor. And that is how even the Lord is guiding all of us. If we go to Psalm 32, verse 8, the promise there puts up like this. The very grandson of Ruth is writing like this. The Psalm 32, 8, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you, watch over you. It is something more than what we may get as direction. This woman was discovering in the guidance of the Lord. She was finding the favor. And what do we see? In this way, God was leading her to the Redeemer who will offer any refuge. As I was uh, sharing from uh, Proverbs chapter 16, 13, she had committed her way and proceeded and was, God was establishing a plan, ordering his plan. And then what do we see? The most important thing, she was in the middle of God-fearing people. She walked into the people, the believers, or I would call them, you know, the believers, the saints, the people who are chosen by God. Where we see from the beginning, you know, that how he was greeting. The Boas greeted them, this way, how did he bless them? The Lord be with you. The Lord bless you, called back by the others. And every point of time, we see the Lord repay you. The Lord will bless you. And even Naomi recognized how God is working in her life, that God would bless her also. So she was in the company of people the godly gathering of people who will experience their faith upon the Almighty God. Okay, now I move to the final and last point. She was able to delight in the refuge. How do you find she was delighting? Unknowingly, she was getting satisfied. Delight, I would like to show in the uh, picture as, you know, being fulfilled. You know that Naomi, Word means, the name means pleasant. In another uh, uh, translation, it could be translated as delight. She, when she left Moab, she found delight in Naomi, who was again a widow, empty-handed, going back to her country. She left Moab. Husband was Elimelech, which means God is my king. And now when they lost everything, even the fear of God, which didn't ex, you know, exist in the land of Moab, they come to the land of the Lord. And it is you know, even called as Ephrata, uh, uh, <clears throat> Ephrata mate, that uh, Elimelech hailed from a family called, um, uh, I just read that particular verse, chapter one, chapter one verse one following. Um, verse two, they were Ephratites from Bethlehem. 
Ephrata, again, it is you know, indicative of God who is there, delighting in God. And so this woman, when she stepped into the refugee, go with godly, you know, mom, she was also finding delight in the pleasantness of Naomi. She has come to Boaz. And this is where I like to read out Psalm 37, verse 3 to 7. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will do this. He will make you righteousness, reward, shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. Yes, this was getting fulfilled in her life. So the refugee, woman Ruth, is finding delight in the refuge. That was the wings of the Lord. Here, Naomi did not offer refuge, although indicative she was accommodated in her home. When she went into the land of Judah, went into the uh, Bethlehem, the house of bread, and to the family of Ephrathites, and then as she moved into Boaz, which means swift, and that everything was happening so rapidly. And the way that man Boaz recognized and uh, shown his generosity, it is again astonishing. In that way, even I like to read the passage from Psalm 103, 103 verse four and five, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. This woman, when she came there, there is abundance for her. Abundance, satisfaction, there is fruitfulness, there is abundance that was given to her. Boaz says, come and eat, dip in my wine and the vinegar, do all the, you know, exotic meal was given, cornflakes were given, popcorns were given for her lunch. Wow, that was a good treat. Ruth never could have enjoyed such a thing in her Moabite land where there was, again, you know, her emptiness was hovering, but here she's given a good treat. And then in this way, there is delightment in the assurance that came to this woman. There is a delightment in the assurance. How it is put up by Naomi. Chapter 2, verse 20. The Lord bless him, Naomi said to her daughter-in-law. He has not stopped showing his kindness to the living and the dead. She added that man is our close relative. He is the one our kinsman redeemers. There is an assurance of giving, getting the redemption and final refuge. How wonderful! From emptiness to the satisfaction. Yes, dear brothers and sisters, God works in such a mysterious way. And even we read from Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a fortified tower. The righteous ran into it and are saved. Psalm 61, verse 3 to 5. For you have been my refuge, a strong tower against the foe. I 
long to dwell in your tent forever and take refuge in the shelter of your wings. For you, God, have heard my woes. You have given me the heritage of those who fear the name. That was truly happening in her life. She gave herself to be covered by the wings of the Almighty. Boaz recognized and she came to delight the richness, the fullness from emptiness and to satisfaction she found the way. Brothers and sisters, how are we going to apply this in our life? Yes, we are in a troubled times and we go through every kind of depression, every kind of loss of life in our situation, in our families. But don't we recognize there is the mysterious God's plan working for you if you give yourself in the hands of the Lord. I tell you, Ruth signed her white paper with her name and gave to, not to Naomi, not to Boaz, but to the Lord. And she stepped out. And that is what we have observed. She discerned the direction. She discovered the refuge. She delighted and got delighted or satisfied. Yes, in this way, we in our situation, give ourselves, surrender ourselves in the hands of God. I'll tell you, we don't need to feel isolated, left out, depressed. Don't say no one bothers about me. Don't we see from all the imageries to indicate of God, how he's our refuge, how he's our redeemer, how he's our shelter. Why do we feel lonely? Why do we say no one bothers about me? Why do we say nobody cared for me in the church or in my plan or in my family? Brothers and sisters, there is readiness to accept God's will. If it is there, there is a remedy for us. And there is refuge in God. And there is redemption. And dear brothers and sisters, again, you know, I sometimes feel even for us, at times we are also broken. And at times we are also feel empty. And but he puts us upon our wings and he raises and he gives us wings to fly as did Ruth started flying in this chapter. We are walking into victory. We will be noticed how my life and my conduct are notice worthy. Boaz came and noticed from far off. She was not clad with great attire, probably to get the notice and attention of people. We put on lots of dress and we apply a lot of perfume. We try to do our hairstyle and go. This woman, a widowed woman, a poor woman, went with nothing and she was noticed. Why? There was beauty of the Lord in her. Brothers and sisters, am I an influential person in the society? Leading a godly, leading a godly life, impacting the people in the harvest Or is my conduct, my character impressive in the society? How is my attitude in my workplace? Can they look at me? You have found the refuge under the wings of the God Almighty. Can people testify? The light cannot be hidden. Ruth was not hidden. She was coming to the limelight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, we sing, my Redeemer leaves. My shame is taken away. All things are possible. 
how much I cling to the Lord. May God give the same, the refuge under his wings. And let us be discerning all the time to come to this refuge and discover the Redeemer God and our Rescuer and delight in him and he will satisfy our soul. And you, he doesn't mind what race you belong, whether you are poor or whether you are living in slum or whether you are living in a dirty story. It is not going to matter to him. Ruth came from such an ordinary broken background. God would lift him and elevate him and put him under his wings, the refuge. Let people find ourselves that we are fullness of God is in our life. Let us come to the Lord without any ulterior motives. You keep ulterior motives, there will be failure. We may be disappointed. Shall we come to the Lord in prayer? Shall we look to God? Dear Lord, let my refuge be Christ Jesus alone. Under your wings, we have found safety, security. Lord, thank you for bringing us to our Redeemer, Jesus Christ. We are delighting in you. We are satisfied with, Lord, the grains that you are providing from your word. And Lord, you have given us the garments of righteousness, salvation, and praise that people will notice us and glorify your name, O God. Lord Jesus, many a times we have gone into depression. We have, Lord, gone into even rejection. And Lord, we felt lonely and we proclaimed, Lord, nobody cared for me. Nobody ministered to me. But, O oh Lord, to this Ruth, what shall we say? Lord, she rose like an eagle. She rose victoriously and found all the favor she was seeking for. You gave that favor, O oh God. Lord, we will be now noticed as your beloved children. And Lord, with the wings covering our almighty Lord's wing covering us, O oh Lord. To this end, we commit us in your hand. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. May the Lord repay you what you have done. May you be richly rewarded by the Lord, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to take refuge. May the peace of God, may the grace of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ, and may the sweet communion and fellowship of the Holy Spirit abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you.